Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Your host Chris here with Ro, and we are here to review the film The Northman uh, from visionary director Robert Eggers. Come to Northman, an action-filled epic that follows a young Viking prince on his quest to avenge his father's murder. Uh, which is- I, I hate everything about the way that you just read that synopsis. <laughs> I hate absolutely everything about what you just read. I want to fight you just a little. Uh, what do you think? Uh, look, I think the Northman is metal as fuck. I don't think it lands quite exactly the way people are going to expect it to because it doesn't go in the directions of what their ex- expectation is of Vikings and Norse culture. Um, but I liked it. I, I was pleasantly surprised. It was much bloodier than I thought it was going to be, which always makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm never going to be mad at Alexander Skarsgård um, or yeah. Bill, which is weird to see them in movies together. I want to fight that from ever. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like we... Mm-mm. The Skarsgård should now be allowed to have their powers combined because that's just, they're creepy. But um, Anna Taylor-Joy is an interesting actress. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about her outside of the fact she's very pretty. But I'm more interested to know what you thought about it. Was it worth leaving your house for? So first of all, I mean, so let's get that out of the way. Um, This is the first in-person promo screener I've gone to, which is not just press, but actually has people. And let me say, um, I hated everything about it. Not (laughs) nothing to do with the movie. I'm sorry. they, they, I think because this is the last screener they had for the Northman, they only had like three press seats. And so I'm literally, uh, thankfully the other two press people didn't show up so I could sit in the middle press seat and have a little space on, around me. But again, there's no mask mandate. So almost nobody but myself was wearing a mask. And again, I, it's not even the COVID thing at this point, right? Like there's, that's definitely still there. I think the big thing for me that I, I just, I miss one, the silence, because I'm sitting there waiting for the movie to start, and all I'm doing is hearing everybody's dumb fuck conversation. And I was like, when we were masked, I sometimes didn't have to hear you guys, because, God, you guys are so annoying. Like, I had to hear but all the movies you, you saw or didn't see and all this other stuff, and it's like the side conversation before the movie. And I'm like, I just don't care. So it was that. And then... You hear everything. So that motherfucker that likes to chew their popcorn with their mouth open, I hear that. I hear every kernel pop, every single thing. I uh, there was somebody coughing up a lung, uh, like for the beginning of the movie. It's just like all this stuff. I was like, I don't understand the people that say they miss that. I don't understand what you guys missed. I do not. Like outside of COVID, right? Let's 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 ignore the dangerous, deadly virus. What about that experience of being around other like animal-like human beings? Right? It's just what about that experience was enjoyable for entertainment? Listen, um, I'm not gonna lie. The things that I like about the theater have nothing to do with people being in the theater with me. Right. They never empty, have. If it's empty theater, um, okay. But like, I, I, I don't, I mean, the only times that I've really, truly, honestly had an enjoyable people are in the movie theater experience with me are when they've been my people. Right. 
that's the thing. This is not like this is not like your people. Like when we had like the the Black Panther screener or like the engagement, where it's people that we know and we're all together, we're all one family. No, no, take those moments out because that's not the normal experience for yourself when you go to the theater. It's all the other random sitting there where you have to hear. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that. I go. I go to the movie theaters. And, uh, I have. I've almost always gone to the movie theaters either super early morning before people got up at movie theaters where they weren't likely to go to. Or I've gone during business hours right? when everybody else is at work. I have deliberately designed the way that I use movie theaters away from people. I, and, and, and if I want to go to a tentpole or what's going to possibly be a blockbuster, before I retired, my in-person movie theater was almost always my people because mm-hmm. I would buy a screening. Mm-hmm. I was that person. I was like, everybody want to go to the movies? Let's just buy them all. I just bought this many seats. Give yeah. me $10. Yeah. <laughs> Give me $5. Yeah. Let's go to the movies. I would design because I know that there are some movies where it's fun for people to be there around you to get their visceral and organic reaction to the screen. But I love movies. I don't need you to tell me that I am having a good time at the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I've never enjoyed being in a movie theater that they don't have the temperature calibrated correctly for the number of bodies that are in there. Being around people that are in various stages of unwashed. <clears throat> and please remember, I got asthma and allergies. You know I ain't really with the shits. I, I don't think, I just... <clears throat> then dis- you throw in COVID, I'm good. People I'm are good on people. People are disgusting. I'm sorry. I've like I know people. I know people have spent the last two years of COVID going like, oh, I miss people. I miss being back. I was so cut off in the world. I spent the last two years going like, oh man, this has been awesome. This has been amazing. It's been. It is socially unacceptable for you to be near me, right? It's actually now I been, don't have to decline your hug. Yeah, you know, it's, not it's to actually offer it. it's it's actually it was actually oh, I hate to say it liberating. And so yeah. now that we've come back to this moment where. Just yeah. like you are just like it, it, it'd be like there's a moment in this movie when uh, uh, like they're it's Viking. So they're they're um, channeling the wolf and stuff like that. Like some of the people in the theater, I feel like you are two steps above like caveman. Like I just the way you breathe, it just annoys the yeah. fuck out of me. And I hear it as you choke over your own. Br- like, I'm sorry. Uh, we need to get into the review in the movie, but I just, I, I just have to say. Well, I just, honestly, I just have to you say know, that, I think like, that this yeah. actually is it's irrelevant. I know you went straight to get off my lawn land, but you're a curmudgeon and I'm yeah. not I'm not that far off being the same kind of yeah. curmudgeon. And I get it, but it's not inapplicable to, to the Northmen. This movie is is built on a very nuanced research lore Mm -hmm. and the assumptions that you come into the movie theater with about what you think, you know, about Norse culture, what you think, you know, about Iceland up to and including what it looks like, what you think, you know, about Vikings, you, all of that has to go by the wayside. And if you're in a movie theater with people who like to talk, like they know what's going to happen or like they know what's happening, That'll ruin all of this for you. Well, I think that's something too. So that also did happen. There's points in this movie where, like, the audience wasn't the right audience for this movie because they weren't getting. Like, there's a moment in here, um, when he gets the sword, right, where he, where the camera angle changes and he's back in front of, uh, mm-hmm. the corpse, 
And and somebody, oh, I don't understand what. And I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers! Like, what is wrong with you? Like, get some get some get some culture. I, I just You're like it's right I, there, it's, it's right there, right? And so it, it, that also annoyed the shit out of me because there's moments in this where they didn't understand. Like even with the moments when they were they were channeling the wolf and things like that, and there were people laughing and that. And I'm like, it's not really a funny moment. Like it's like, okay. Well, see, this is okay. I will my first my first like top top level comment about this movie is if you are spending money on going to the movie, see this movie in Dolby. Mm-hmm. Did you see this movie in at least Dolby? No. Just regular movie theater screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This movie is fine in a regular theater screen, especially if you have good sound. This movie deserves a curved Dolby theater screen, big, huge screen, and Dolby sound. Do you disagree? No, it, it, it's 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 a it's supposed to be a theater experience movie. Yeah, so if you're paying to go to the movie theater, go to Dolby. This movie deserves at least Dolby, and it'll also help because this movie isn't completely in English, and everything is important about what they're saying. And this movie is violent, it's amazingly so. Well, it's a violent movie. I, it's, it's being billed as a um. As a revenge violence movie, but it's <laughs> without going into too many spoilers. It's like it's a sort revenge movie, but like, what if, what if, what if nobody was a good person, right? <laughs> what if there, there's no good people in this movie when you really think about it? Like, you're a hero at some point. You're gonna like, but are you really a hero? Are you? Are you? Because, but, but okay, so. This movie is is it's it's based in Norse culture, but you should recognize the story. Mm-hmm. It's Hamlet. Yeah, with um a lot of chosen one, sword in the stone type kind of elements. Yeah, I mean it is. It, it's 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 this is this is, <clears throat> and I don't want to. I don't mean this to dis- disparage Eggers or anything like that. Um, but I don't even think they would say this. Um, this is not an original story. You've seen it before. Hell, you've seen this in multiple um, in multiple forms and multiple um, uh, 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 mediums before. Uh, when I was watching this from a, from a Viking Norse culture thing, if you played the Assassin's Creed Valhalla game, yep, this is the this is you've you've gotten this. <laughs> you've gotten that. this. You've gotten this story. I was like, oh man, I need to go back and finish that game now. Because after I watched this movie, that I, that's what I immediately thought. I was like, oh, I've played this before. I've I've done, <laughs> you know, I I I oh, I I know what this is. And so yeah, but it, and and it, it's it like you said, it's not um, it's a story you've seen before that 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 is shaped in different ways. So. It just told in a different way, um, with different focuses. So yeah, I I immediately picked up on, on that as well. Um, but and I don't think that that's a that's a negative against it. I, I think it's I think more stories need to just embrace that. There's a lot of times when the story you're telling is not a new story; it's just told a different way with with different. Um, right, but you have to yeah. remember that Shakespeare was inspired by people too, mm-hmm. and Hamlet was allegedly inspired by an old Norse folktale to yeah. begin with. Yeah, yeah. I sound like a big fat nerd right now, don't I? But I mean, 
<laughs> no, but this is the, I, so here's the funny thing. It's like this is this is definitely Hamlet, but I you know what I actually thought about? I actually um uh um I was thinking about uh 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 what was it? I was thinking about the Mac Macbeth because we just watched it. Uh -huh. I was thinking about how much I struggled to get through Macbeth. I remember you know, myself and Brandon talking about that with you and just how much but it's I was like so but, angry. I was so angry <laughs> because like the Northman shows how you can tell those stories in 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 a modern storytelling way still set based off of the past, right? Well, and you have and, to be admitter, you have and, to admit that it's time to be, you know, that it needs to be expanded. Right. You, because because like yeah, you said, there's there's I, a there's yeah. a lot of the beats here are definitely heavily Shakespeare like beats in the terms of just in some of the dialogue, some of the, and you have to be very like uh it, this movie is very violent and, and visual, but you also have to be very it's also very deliberate in the um and the the uh dialogue and uh and the way they speak in that dialogue and things like that. But it's not done in a way that's so unforgiven and so like like it's so hard to follow like it was with Macbeth. Like it to Macbeth. Oh, no, just, no, no. Yeah. I very deliberately yeah. when I'm saying that this movie is metal as fuck. Yeah. Well that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I like okay, you we we we've discussed Macbeth, and if you're listening and you haven't heard us talk Macbeth, you should, because it devolved into a conversation about how we need to disrupt text. And I think the Northman is a good example, like you were saying, of exactly one of the ways in which you can do that. Like Eggers is not trying to claim that he's doing something original yet, but he is saying that I remember in an interview where he was talking to where he was very hesitant to do it because of the very particular ways in which Viking and Norse culture are interpreted and then translated, it, especially here. You know, people kind of like to run straight into that eugenics purity lane mm -hmm. and head right for the anti-Black racism, the xenophobia, the bigotry, and and quite frankly, the massive amount of misogynistic patriarchy of what they assume is Norse culture from the pieces that they've hobbled together for whatever is their little hate thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you look at this movie, you start to get some different level sets. And that's what I mean. It's like there are moments in here where they're exhibiting things that I'm assuming is based on extensive research about cultural rituals that the different clans and tribes uh, participated in. But even if you don't get the ritual, and I think this is the part where you were saying this is where you started feeling like you were in the wrong theater with the wrong audience, mm -hmm. you, you still can get the point of what they're doing because they do this ritual and then they go out and do this other thing. And there's always a connective thread. Like if you've ever wondered how it is, the Vikings were able to sneak up on settlements, you'll know after this movie, mm -hmm. if you've ever wondered what they did or who they perceived to be their enemies, some of it's religious because some of the people right. who they were going against were people who were invading on the attempts to spread Christianity. And they were violently opposed to being told to give up their gods, right? right? You know, there's there's all this 
Like and it's funny. It's funny because like like we're saying this is like you, you really play this shit in the game. A game too. Like <laughs> you yep. really be you yep. really be you really be doing. I was like, wait, we're gonna put all this stuff in a game now. This is. I don't know when this became an Assassin's Creed shit, but like this is not I'm with it. right now with it. But I'll yes. be Amalith, yeah. let's go. Yeah, yeah. But you also get this magical and mystical element to it. And I will say this, visually, I wish they had potentially gone in a slightly different direction for how they wanted to make some of the moments where you were stepping out of time or you were mm-hmm. stepping into the mystical. I prefer the way that they did it in the green knight but i think if the green knight and the way that they were kind of handling things isn't your bag the norsemen will be yeah i'm thinking about that yeah 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 it takes some of the things the 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 green knight we're doing it and does pull you in it i will say this movie is very very long or feels long um it's saying two hours 16 here but i thought it was two hours 20 there's only four four minute difference, but um, no, nah, it's yeah, two twenty. Yeah, I don't care yeah, who can't count. Two, two, it's two. long, and it and that's the parts that I think where people may have a little bit of messing. This movie is not better than the total of its parts, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the first act is uneven. The second act kind of holds a little together more cohesively. The third act is really, really, really slow. Yeah. And then the finale is just violent. Yeah. Yeah. And awesome. (laughs) But it's not greater than the sum of its parts. It's not a perfect movie. But I will say, if the pace in The Green Knight wasn't your bag, the Northman may work a little better for you. Yeah. Because it speeds up far more frequently. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think the the I also this has a has a a great cast, like I said, you know, Alexander Skarsgård is, is is great, you know, I mean, you have I mean, think you have Nicole Kidman, you have Ethan Hawke, uh you have Willem Dafoe, um The fact that this man can have only one or two scenes, you not only know it's him, but you remember him. Right. It's like Willem Dafoe, like he just ascended into crazy old man and that's what he's going to play on every in everything now at this point he's just like yeah so um yeah i mean it's it's, it's got a great cast uh you know um and uh nicole kidman is is actually uh is good in this and again it's just like what i think that nicole kidman does a good job i just wish it had not been nicole kidman i can see that i can see it being somebody else i think I think that you could. I think I, I actually didn't have a problem with Anna, Anna, Anna Taylor Joy in this. However, I'm with you. You could probably recast Nicole Kidman and Anna, uh, and Anna into different with somebody different, and it they could have worked even better. Yeah, I just okay. I I have I have less of a problem with Anna because of what they're having her play mm-hmm. and who she's supposed to represent and what that relationship is. So it's supposed to kind of be a slow rollout subdued kind of thing right and i and i appreciated that and i liked it but when you juxtapose it against what the arc of nicole kidman's character is i started to just realize i was watching nicole fucking kidman and that's bad Mm -hmm. well i think that's i to, to be fair i think that's because i i don't think they do enough to flesh out that character 
It's Nicole Kidman. What? I'm telling you, it's Nicole Kidman. You think it's Nicole Kidman? Well, it's I think, her. Maybe it is, but I also think there's something. I think there's something, and this goes to me with overall some of the story choices, right? For a movie as long as it is, again, like you said, the first act is very uneven. And I think it's because they don't do a good enough job of setting up the very, very beginning, right? Right, I agree, but I think the major problem that's the flaw in the beginning is Nicole Kidman. Ethan Hawke is money. Yeah, yeah, but I, but, but but I think I think Ethan Hawke is money the, because you don't get enough. You actually don't get enough of Nicole Kidman. But the beats that you get with her are off. They're yeah. not strong enough. Yeah, I can get that. It's her. Okay. And I think that they probably had to work around. She's. I like Nicole Kidman, but she doesn't have the range that people act like she does. Like I did not enjoy her in being Ricardo. She is not Lucille Ball. Not even for the caricature of that little bit of a moment of that portion and couple of pages of the life they wanted to show. And coming into this movie and again watching her, I'm like, no, it's her. She did not embody what that role needed at the very beginning, which means when you get into it a little later, you can miss things. This movie is super, super nuanced. Mm-hmm. which is dangerous in this kind of movie especially yeah, when you switch languages <laughs> yeah a lot a lot of the beginning of the film is they're hoping that you you not only picked up on but caught some of the things at the very beginning some of the dialogue pieces at the very very beginning of the film because right. they're going to matter later on and if you didn't catch, like there's a couple moments that i did catch um with some of the characters that i happen to remember and so but i also think it's partly also because <laughs> i did play <laughs> video game. Right. And so I was like, ah oh, nah, I know how this is gonna go. I know what this is. Yeah, and it wasn't even, yeah, it wasn't yeah. even before you even got the, the Hamlet stuff, I was like, no, 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 I know what this is. I know oh, I know what's happening. I know what this story is. And so I picked I so that's the only reason why I picked up on so if you hadn't if you didn't have that background, you might not know to pick up on certain things at the beginning to hold right. on to them for the end, and that's gonna that, that might affect your I don't I don't it might affect your enjoyment of the overall story. I think you'll still enjoy the film because of again how violent and some of the fucked up moments and some of the people that get some of the shit they deserve in the in, in some of these but moments. Some of the hops right. you may miss. Exactly. Exactly. But so. yeah, but for me, like but the one but some of those notes for that, like when I got I'm asked my initial impression after we left the movie theater, I said it's not it's it's not greater than the sum of its parts. Um but this movie is it's it's very grounded in a way that I think really makes sense when you're dealing with something that's this heavy lore. Um, especially it's clear that he did a lot of research. Um, he's building in a lot of folklore, but he's also pulling in elements that are clearly from tropes and stories that we know from genre. Mm-hmm. And that's good. But I, you know, this is one of those movies where you can come in and I think one of the girls who was looking at, she's like, do I need a, a primer on Norse culture? She's yes. like, I feel like, I'm like, go see the movie again. I'm like, now that you've got a level set, go see the movie again mm-hmm. and see what you got. And she came back out. She's like, oh, I get it. She's like, I missed a couple of things that people said, or I got hung up on this one thing that somebody was saying, and I missed something I should have been looking at. And that's the other kind of top level note that I have. There are times in this movie where they make some choices about lighting and staging that aren't good. They don't work because there's a moment when, you know, the king has returned, that big, mm-hmm. huge moment, right? Mm-hmm. 
that you miss some of the things that are supposed to be setting up the sense of foreboding that you have because the light does not expand out enough for you to realize something is off in the energy of the people around this guy. Yeah. And how it changes. And that proves to be very important. So if you miss that, it might take you too long to clock on to what's going on. Or it might make some of the things that happen later seem a little caricature-ish, especially when you're dealing with him as a young boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there is there is a jump there. So, you know, those top-level notes didn't take away from my enjoyment whatsoever, but it did keep this movie from besting the Green Knight for me. And you know how I feel about the Green Knight. I think everybody knows how I feel about the Green Knight. I, I, also, but, there's, there's, some, there's some other choices. Like, again, I'm begging you guys. I, again, this is, this is a... This is a nitpicky, but it's one of those funny things to me. It's like, if you're going to have somebody like Alexander Skarsgård, you know, playing, uh, you know, uh, like the, the revenge story and I'm going to pretend to be this, this slave and things like that, don't make him a foot taller and like 100 pounds heavier than every other fucking slave so that when shit starts going down and people are going, wait, was it one of the slaves? You're going like, yeah, how about the Hulk you have over there? Like the yeah, Hulk taller yeah. Like. How about you look at the the, the, little brother? Yeah, the motherfucker that's got a hunch over to walk because if he stands up tall, you realize he's a fucking freak of nature. I'm like, that was the one thing that got me. I was like, right, right. I feel like they could have let him play mad a little more. He was supposed to be playing like something was wrong. Exactly. And and that was right. He was a little off. And that was the thing. They didn't, they don't do that. And so as a moment of here, I'm looking at and I'm like, Motherfucker, that's not the slave you get. You don't get the one that's so strong when he's when he's 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 uh chained up to all the other slaves. He can literally he can one arm everybody. pull everyone down to the ground. I was like, no 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 no. That one's too strong. We don't want that one. You want the meaty middle. We don't want somebody too weak. You don't want somebody too strong who can literally lead the rebellion by himself. Like you don't pick that one. You kill that one. You make an example of him. He's the first right, one. But I like, do like how they played that with the arrogance. Like they right, kind of exa- they yeah, set up some yeah, things yeah. that set that just gave you an idea of some of the arrogance that we were dealing with across class systems. Because mm-hmm. when you think you've broken people, mm-hmm. you don't actually look at them like they're a threat of violence to you soon enough. Right. There's like there's stuff that you just ignore because you think these are a broken people. Mm-hmm. Now, I wish they had played that up more, but I but they give you enough notes to where that works. But, yes, there was some suspense like belief. But and I think that, that goes into what you were also saying about needing to understand the culture and stuff like that. Like when they do the raid and you're seeing what they're doing, like the mention about, you know, Christian, because later on they talk about, you know, is this an act of you know, uh, the Christians moving in the area, things like it's, it's, it, you know, or is it their gods and things like that? Like for a movie that's also is not heavily religious, but it does play on some aspects of religion. Like there's some background history that they don't give you enough in because they, it, it, it does, it doesn't give you enough of the story, right? For a movie that's yeah, two, hour, two hours and yeah. 20 minutes, I feel like it left a lot on, it left it in some cases, it did more. It, it 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 did it went for more visuals than actually trying to tell you the story that you needed to understand which the is, story. Which is weird given that it's Robert Eggers and right. he did so little he did so much with few words in the lighthouse. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I don't know if you get more niche than the lighthouse. Very niche. You definitely don't get more art house than the lighthouse. But that's why I say some of the beats that usually are what push an Eggers project to translate through how he can blend the art house with the, you know, I, I don't want to call it lowbrow, but like the more crowd pleaser elements of a story. But you finally do truly understand why this man would had zero concern about any of the people who he brought into enslavement underneath him in the final act of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like when you, when you really get this idea, because that, you know, you have Emelith, he's the prince and, you know, Fionor, I can't pronounce his name, played by Cleese Dang, his mm-hmm. uncle. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you see in the trailer where he's like, I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, uncle. It's real simple. Right. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. And even if you don't go any deeper into this movie than that, you get that art. Mm-hmm. But all this other stuff underneath it, like when you figure out who his uncle is and what his uncle's problem is and why his uncle was willing to do what he was and what it cost him. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to remember, like you were saying earlier, their idea of religion is not quite as treated as an invasive species to society in Dane and Norse culture. So phrases like you can't fight fate come from their folklore. Mm-hmm. They don't believe that there are things that you are going to be able to get beyond. And they believe that there are consequences to trying to fight your fate. And I wish they had given us a little bit more of the mystical in the form of what you get in the scene with Bjork. I, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna get more of that with, with Taylor Joy's character. I thought that's what that's what I thought part of the issue. The thing was gonna be with her character, but we really kind of don't. So yeah, they 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 smoothed that out. I wonder yeah. if there's a different cut. There's got to be because like the way when you first introduce her, I'm like, oh, so you, okay, you're gonna have a, a basically a, a witch in the. In the, uh, a witch in the, in, in the brute. All right, let's let's do it. And I'm like, wait, you're not really a witch. <laughs> I was like, you're not really doing well, any witches. Well, yeah, she kind of like, is. Okay, she, so yeah. fine. You, she's supposed to be your your connection to the earth and yada right. yada yada and all these things. But I wish they had played that up some more because we need that to make some of the other more mystical elements and like the vision he had make more sense. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's, it's Skarsgård. We know he can do it. He's got the range, and I'm really tired of people not letting him play to it. Yeah, but the question might be, does she? It could be that. So sometimes I feel like maybe he was working within the limits or the constraints of the people he had around him. But mm-hmm. it's 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 very it's very brutal. But it's also, like, I don't know anybody else who manages to hold this much art house technique and storytelling, like, narrative style in a movie that has this kind of impact, this grounded impact with brutality. Unless, mm-hmm. of course, it's, like, Midsommar, mm-hmm. you know, best breakup movie of the year. Ever. Yeah. That'd be the best breakup movie ever. But 
I don't know. I just, I, yeah, I, I liked it. I wanted more of the mystical because I feel like some of those elements were seriously we, cool. We, I thought that, I thought, I thought, I think that's one of the, the things off is that we didn't get as much of that as I thought. Right. And, and we'll, yeah. or we actually do. They're, they're actually just more subtle than, because there's a lot of imagery around there, around the wolf, the fox, the, um, the ravens. Like they do it through that. They, they try to handle it through there. And I'm like, it's fine, but again, I, I wish they... It's too subtle if it's, you don't know yeah, what you're looking at. Right, and that's the only reason why I was... I think the reason why it works, it, it, it's good enough for... Not good enough, because obviously we want it more, but why it, it doesn't harm our experience as much is because you and I are more familiar with that kind of stuff. But if you're not, and I think, again, this is when you're in an audience of normies <laughs> but you, uh, i'm sorry I, note, I did not call y'all normies i'm just i'm sorry i'm sorry it's not the people listening to this but it's like the audience i had was not a good audience um they're not going to understand it right they're not going to get some of those those because again like you said they're almost too subtle which is weird because um didn't eggers do the witch yeah so it's like i that and i think that's the thing that gets me it's like wait you did the witch what mm? Well, now thinking about it, the witch. Eh. Were you mad at the witch? Though? I kind of was. Now that I think, of, I actually, I went back and thought about it. I was like, wait, actually, actually, actually. And you were also mad at the existential supernaturalness in the lighthouse too. So please don't act like Edgar. Don't yeah, be yeah. You no, know, no, 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 no. You, you know what? You know what? I'm staying consistent. You're right. I. You are very consistent th on this point. Th this is but, the, yeah. Yeah. But, and, and, but and, and, I fought you more on those other two movies than I'm yeah. gonna fight you on that one. Yeah. Because I agree with you. I agree that you can watch this movie all the way through, and the things that might pop out at you slightly, like as out of step, could be some of the supernatural elements because all the harbingers and all of the subsequent action that goes with those. It's very subtle. Like, if you don't really get... If you get hung up on the fact that they give you what uh, the mystic in this movie is saying in English so you can understand it, mm -hmm. you can miss what she's actually saying and the vital importance that it has because yeah. all that stuff comes back around at you. If you miss the impact and the importance of exactly how much these people tie their animal... tie an animal nature to their clan, mm -hmm. to their tribe, and to their, and then as a, as a course of their subsequent behavior, and to their reputation, you can miss some of the, the omens that are around. Mm -hmm. If you miss the importance of how he gets the sword, and what they say about the sword, mm -hmm. you yeah. won't understand his entire campaign of terror. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the thing that I, I, I think it why it stands out to me like it like and i'm thinking back to the conversation we had about the lighthouse and 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 the witch i think it hits me even more here than those because i do understand and i i am more familiar with some of the the mystic stuff on and, and that that they're, they're getting to with this movie and it makes me go oh but like it would have be even like this movie's good it would have been even better if you had done a little bit more with it there, and I think that's where the difference is there. It, it, 
where I have enough to fill it in myself, so it's fine, but I'm like, I, I kind of wish there was more. With the other ones, I was like, I didn't even have it there, so it was like, me not having it kind of made me be like, eh, okay. Right. It's, you. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it was extremely easy to and miss isn't, and isn't in, in The Witch in, in The Lighthouse. And, and Anna, Anna's in that one, too, isn't she? She's in The Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. Okay. These, yeah, some of these directors, they get somebody, they, they like them, they stick with them. First of all, she's real pretty. Mm-hmm. And she don't care about taking her clothes off. <laughs> and neither does Aaron. I was like, this movie is full of some real pretty white people covered in blood for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I'm really mad about that right now. But, um, but there's also this aspect of kind of when you think about these things and you know these things, like it's one of the reasons why I say this movie deserves Dolby. Like it's, it's it, like the way that they've done some of the VX in here it's going to matter what it looks like in front of your face, what you'll catch. Um, some of the physical things that they do on the screen, some of the smaller things, those things, you're going to want to be able to hear everything that this soundtrack, which by the way, soundtrack and score, pretty fucking sweet, are giving you. This is a whole experience. This is a, I can't wait to get this movie in my house because I'm going to turn all the speakers on. You know that, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. But I also feel like this is his most accessible movie. Mm-hmm. And that's really saying something for Eggers, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think this is probably way more mainstream than The Witch or or The Lighthouse were by a thousand percent. So Yeah, um, yeah. He kept he kept the action moving, he kept yeah. it he kept it going, it's but grounded it, in a way yeah. that if you miss some of the stuff we're talking about, it's still a hell of a ride. Exactly. Exactly. There's you're not completely shut out if you, you're missing some of those things. Um, but you're going to go play Assassin's Creed Valhalla when you're done. Yeah, no, no. I definitely was like, oh, let me go ahead and start that game up again. Um, what would you give it out of 10? This is an 8.5. Okay. Yeah, I gave it a, I, I'm giving it an 8. Um, I, think, I think it's uh, very enjoyable. Like I said, there's, there's things I, I, want, I want more of, but it's enough to, it's enough to keep me. So... Um, I think people will definitely enjoy this. If you're looking forward to seeing this, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Um, nope. I think if you've seen enough of the trailers, uh, I think I've, I again, there's not one of those films like, oh, the best parts are in the trailers. Nope, you'll you'll see some stuff in there, and um, the best parts aren't even hinted at yeah, in the trailer. Exactly, because they couldn't show you. There's no way they could show you. Um, no, y'all are really gonna love the climax of this movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I, I again, um. I definitely think people should be checking this out. So this is one of those ones that people have been talking about. And um, yeah, so look forward to it. So. Um, all right, folks, uh, we got more stuff coming out. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe, movie trailer reviews, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Um, we have plenty more content coming out. Uh, stay tuned for us and we'll catch you guys later. So until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.